alright then suddenly he became hungry and he saw a fig tree and he saw leaves on the tree and he moved towards the tree and he said he wanted to see a fruit that he may pluck and eat are you with me oh are you with me but Bible said that Jesus Christ when he encountered the tree there was no fruit on the tree but there were leaves however what Jesus was looking for was not leaves the leaves on the tree were plenty but what Jesus was looking for was not leaves what Jesus was looking for was not fruits I came to announce to you today Jesus said that I am the vine and ye are the branches. As you have come to the tree of God, you will not only find leaves, but you will find fruits. Yeah. Oh, do I have believers in the house at all? Yeah. Because if I was preaching somewhere, they would not have responded like this. Are you with me at all? Yeah. I said, as you have come to Jesus Christ, who is yeah. the vine, you will not only find trees, you will find fruits. Yeah. Fruits of employment. Yeah. Fruits of the womb. Conclude. Don't what? Conclude. 
Now, make sure that whatever you were taught in Sunday school, you kind of shift aside. Because what I'm going to teach to you is not what I think. It's not a philosophy, but it's what the scripture says. Here, we don't say, I think this is what the Bible is saying. No, we say, this is what the Bible is saying. We don't think, we don't teach you what we think. We teach you what the word of God says. Fact, truth. Are you with me? And there have been a lie that has existed far too long in the system. And there has been a universal acceptance of this lie. That God, number one, God cannot worship himself. Number two, God cannot praise himself. How many of you heard that? Almost all of us, right? And some of us even still hold on to that belief. <laughs> it's so funny, hallelujah. Let's read the book of Isaiah 46, verse 4 to 5. And I'm going to teach you some things. I know some of you still hold on to that, but please let me teach the preach, right? So follow me. He said that, and even to your old age, I am he. This is God talking. Listen, God said, and even to your old age, I am he. And even to your hall, your big hairs, will I carry you. I have made and I will bear. Even I will carry and will deliver. Verse 5. One of the pro- profound scriptures in the Bible said, To whom will he liken me and make me equal and compare me that we may be like or we may be alike? This is so you'll find this PG uh, English per se, hallelujah are you with me? God was saying that to whom will you compare me to? to whom will you liken me to? because I, I have no equal for me to say that I heal him I make him who he is for me, you won't be where he is. What does he mean? I'm boasting, right? Yeah. I'm boasting, right? Yeah. If I'm not boasting, you expect me to say that by the grace of God. Are you with me? Right? Yeah. Now, for God to say that, to whom will you liken me to? What is he doing? Or what is, let's be plain, let's be truthful to ourselves. What is he doing? <laughs> and boasting is another form of praise. When you are boasting about yourself. You are praising yourself. So for God to do this, what is He doing? He's doing what? No, let's 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 establish the fact. I'm not trying to make you feel or believe it. I'm trying to make you know the truth. So see it for yourself. Now, many people say God cannot praise Himself. Now, the book of Proverbs 27, verse 2, Bible says that for a man to praise himself is ignorance but for God to praise himself is mercy other verses also say that you should not use your mouth to praise yourself, let other mouth praise you let, he just will say that, that let another man praise thee and not thy own mouth and stranger and not thy own lips so in other words you can praise yourself but do not praise yourself let another man's mouth praise you are you here? Another version says that for you to praise yourself is what is ignorance. But for God to praise.
bring himself is what? Mercy. He says that for you, you to bring your own self, that you did this and this and this and that, is ignorance. It's arrogance, sorry. But for God to praise himself is mercy. And I like that one very well. There's a difference between can or cannot or will not. The scripture that says that for God to praise himself is what? Mercy. Meaning that God can praise himself. Are you with me? It means he has the ability to, for him to praise himself. Now, you see, when you look at yourself in a mirror after you have dressed, you look beautiful, you tell yourself you are beautiful and all that. But do you know it cannot be compared to when someone tells you you look good? The feeling when someone else tells you Charlie, you look fly is different from when you are telling yourself. Do you know that? So, though God can praise himself, he wants us to praise him. Because, you see, many people believe that God cannot praise himself and he cannot worship himself. And that's the only thing he wants from us. But I have come to differ. I have come to say that it's a lie. And people who say that are just demonstrating their level of ignorance in that sector of their life. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let me break it down. Bible says that there was a day Jesus Christ went to Jerusalem and wanted to work out miracles. But when he went there, he could not work many miracles because of the unbelief of the people. Listen, he could not. Not that he cannot. Jesus went to a place to work out miracles, but he could not. Not that he cannot. So he came, but the unbelief of the people did not allow him to do more. Today you have to believe. So what God can do more today? Amen. Now, he could not. It's different from he cannot. So though God can praise himself, he prefers us that we praise him. Because there is nothing a man can do for God. There is nothing a man can do for God. There is nothing you can give to God. There is nothing you can offer to God except your praise and your worship. God can do everything for man and he can do everything for himself. But the only thing man can do for God is praise and worship. So don't say the only thing God cannot do for himself is not to praise himself and all that. No, 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 no. Because if you should say that, you mean God is a liar. Because God said, with God, all things are what? Possible. What is it? All. Oh. All. Oh, 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 oh. Did he say some things? No. So all things, including worship and praise. Are we here? Yeah. It's not only the miracle aspect. No. <laughs> all things means what? All things. So, if God is able to do all things, and he said, let man be a liar, and let God be true. So for you to tell me God cannot praise himself, God cannot worship himself. Initially, telling me God is a liar. How can we establish that? Can we establish that? Do we all believe with God all things are possible? So why then will you tell me God cannot praise himself? Because if he would not praise himself, it's different from he cannot praise himself. Let's get it. If he would not, and he, he will that we praise him, it's different from that he cannot. And many people quote from 
this particular scripture, John chapter 4, verse 16. And they, they, they got it wrongly. I wish we could even have another version. Give me um, a 12. Jerusalem. A time will come. How 
whatsoever indeed it is already here. Please read your version for me. Verse 23. Hmm? I need another version. Bible said, a time will come, however, indeed it is already here. Another version says that now is. Watch this. That a time is coming when we don't have to worship God only in a church. When we don't only have to worship God when we go for gospel concept. When we don't have to worship God only when we go to Jerusalem. Then when is the time? That now is. Many of you will say, so shouldn't we go to the church? Do not forsake that same moment of your saint as a man of service. So that same moment is important. But you can do worship God even without that same moment. And I want to teach you. Huh? Move on. 23, please. Keep, wait. 23. Mm-hmm. But the hour coming. So the hour coming. And now is. Oh, no, I want this one. Now is. When the is the time? worshippers shall worship mm-hmm. the Father in the spirit and in truth. Wait, wait. What time did he say we can now worship God? Oh, so there's a time coming where we don't even have to go to church. <laughs> we don't have to gather to be able to worship God. You don't even have to wait for Mr. Divine to start giving worship before he starts giving worshiping. So now is the time. Now. Now is the time. When we must worship God what? in truth and in what? In spirit. For that is what the Father wants seeketh from us. For the Father seeketh such to worship Him. Watch this. This is the main statement here. There are three main statements in truth and in spirit. And he said, the Father seeketh such. Listen. So now is the time when true worshippers will worship the Father in truth and in spirit. In spirit. And that is what the Father seeks. So, the only thing we can do for God, the only thing we can offer God is what God is asking from us. So he didn't say God cannot worship himself to worship him. This one, he seeks it. The word seek there means desperately looking. To desperately look. So, God is desperately looking for us to worship him. Now, let me ask you this thing. Let's assume I'm paying your fees. I pay your fees, do everything for you. But the only thing I want you to do for me is to probably be washing my car every morning. Does it mean I can't wash my car? I can, right? But I just want you to just do so you just find yourself doing something. Do I'm taking care of everything about you. This is what God is saying. I can worship myself, but I want you to just do this for me. A, a, a sense of responsibility give you something to be responsible for that after you have paid your fees and you have grown out of school you can also own your car and know how to treat your car so this thing God is doing making us ambassadors so we the, the, the apostles, the prophets, the teachers they are all supposed to build us onto the unity of faith bringing us into a perfect man to a place where we can be perfect So when God is giving opportunity to clean the car, it doesn't mean he cannot clean his car. When God is giving you opportunity to worship or praise him, it doesn't mean that he cannot praise or worship himself. It's an opportunity you must embrace gladly. Are you with me? Don't only wait for praise and worship before you do something. You can even do it without dancing. You can even do it without singing. So, and now is the time where true worshippers will worship me in what? In spirit. And in what? In truth. Two words. 
Did he say now is the time where true worshippers worship me in songs? Did he say in songs? No. In dancing? No. But in what? Spirit. And in what? So these are the two main standards for worship. The only way you can worship God is to be in truth and to be in spirit. How? Now the spirit that you see that is small S, not capital S. Now, I'm coming. Meaning that for you to be able to worship God, you must have a level of truth. <laughs> Do you know it is possible for you to sing a song for two hours and you still don't worship God? <laughs> it is possible to sing the so-called worship song. And you have still not worship God. So, so many worship me with their lips. Their heart is filled. So it's possible to sing worship song for three hours, ten hours, and still you have not worshiped God. It's possible to dance all the dance and still be sweating. And still you've not praised God. <laughs> That's possible. Because it is not in truth. It is not what in truth. It, there comes a time where people are doing praise and worship and praise is going and people are dancing and there is a round stop. The people are around and they dancing and they push one person inside and the person is there and they give a person fans. So now the attention shifts from God and it's coming to the man. And at the whole church is looking at the youth dancing. And instead of praising God, think what that way I want you to understand that we worship God in truth and in spirit. This is the only way you can worship God in truth and in spirit. Songs don't worship God. There is nothing like a worship song. I'll get there, please. Because after I have debunked the notion that we can, God can praise and still worship Himself, but it's a privilege for us to worship Him because that's the only thing we can do for Him. Hmm? That's the only thing you can do for us. So you must do it gladly. No, there is an in truth and in spirit. The word spirit there is a small s. If it's a capital S in the Bible, it means it is the Holy Spirit. But the small s means what? The human spirit. So in truth and in spirit, in truth and in the human spirit. How can you human spirit worship? The spirit simply there means focus, commitment. So he says that for you to be able to worship God, you must be focused and committed to what you are doing. Tell someone, focused and committed. Focused and committed. So the only way that a believer can worship God is when he has a level of truthfulness in him or her. And secondly, when you worship God in truth and in spirit, spirit there means focus. Because there are many of you worship is going on. And you are moving around, checking outside, seeing who is coming. <laughs> Why never? <laughs> See now, I'm saying, I'm an ingenious soul. Go say, yeah, he didn't know come. Oh, we need to be go say, nasty. Oh, grum grum. You are deviating. You are not worshiping. You are not worshiping. You, you are, you are singing a song and your phone rings and you pick it up. Tell me, what's so much proper? No. It's destructive. Songs don't worship God. The only thing that worship God is in spirit and in truth. Songs are mediums of worship. Just like the instruments, songs don't worship God. They are mediums to be able to worship God. Just like
the instruments, songs are mediums of worship. Songs are, are able to disturb everything disturbing you. Everything that is disturbing around you, songs disturb it and gives you focus. So when we are singing, Oh yeah, mommy, oh yeah, mommy. Oh yeah, mommy, oh yeah, mommy. And maybe you are talking to someone about maybe you are thinking about something. You hear that song and you begin to sing. You are reflecting. So now your attention is shifting from what you are thinking of and now it's shifting to God. Oh yeah, mommy, oh yeah, mommy. I'm thinking about the goodness of God. Oh yeah, mommy, oh yeah, mommy. I'm thinking about the goodness of God. Are you with me? So it is songs just come to focus you. To be able to worship God. So that's a right worship song. What worship God really is the heart of Jesus Christ. Not the song. The instruments are not what worship God. They are just there to be able to focus us. Tell someone focus. Be focused right now. You see, many people have Come to think that songs, this one is a worship song, this one is a praise song, and it's not so. No, 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 no. Even a song that carries the name Jesus is not even worship song. There is nothing that is called worship song because they all come to disturb everything, disturbing us, everything around us that is disturbing us to focus our mind. So when we are singing songs, understand that it is to focus your mind. So your spirit will be in tune with the spirit of God. So you'll be able to worship God well. Are you here? Are you here? So that's not a worship song. It's just a medium. Tell someone worship is worship songs or songs are just mediums. To be able to worship God. They are just mediums. You see, I don't know how to put this. <laughs> there come a time where people become very bossy because they think that they have good thoughts and without them the church will not run. You call them to come and lead worship, you call them to come and do this, they tell you, I'm having this doing, I have to do this, okay, let me make it next week, let me do this, let me do that, like boom. An opportunity giving you, you think you are doing us a favor? Okay. A time will come when these people will even begin to lose their voice. <laughs> Some of them will be able to sing, but they will not go far. They will, they will be able to sing nice songs, nice voice, but they will not be able to reach or go beyond the borders of Ghana. They will stay here. You remember one time I declared the week is the week of remembrance and the people who are watching you will call you, people who have heard you will call you and all that. I got home, and I got home. So the guy called me. He said, Bishop, I'm very sorry. <laughs> I got home. <laughs> Bishop, I'm very sorry and I was supposed to um, do something for you on campus and evangelize and all that but I, I thought I was too busy, I wouldn't do it. I just, I just, it just dawned on me that I, I didn't do it well. I could have done much more. I'm very sorry. I was like, boy, remember us already started. So my week started like that. I had another text message from another person. 
find a way. You see, many people who do this worship stuff think they are the people who bring us the presence of God. And when worship goes on before the preacher man preach, don't think it's the worship that brought the presence of God. That's why the, the minister is able to minister. We've been doing this thing without instruments. <laughs> Yesterday I was prophesying to a lady. There was no instrument before. We're cleaning chairs here. And I said, ah, this was the spirit of the, you know, uh, more of what? Imam was telling the lady. Hallelujah. There was no instrument playing. There was no song playing. And we were still working out fine. There was a time I went to campus ministry. They had no service. I just came home. He said, well, let's walk on Papa. I just went. Let's walk on Papa. I just went. The greater actually, ah, this is the confirmed that I went to another person. Oh, it nearly did it to second service. So I just paused there. But there was no instrument playing, there was no song playing. That is because my spirit is focused. You see, you can be able, you, when you are eating, you are worshiping God. Do you know? To let everything that has breath praise the Lord and let everything within me. Holy name. Everything what we did me, including your intestines. Not only your lips. So, worship doesn't start from your lips. Huh? Worship doesn't start from your lips. If the, the lips is just, how do you say it? Six. Yes. 
You know, for those of you who have engaged in that, you will not enjoy sex just by having sex until words are being spoken to each other. Oh, we have only few married people here. I can't say some things because the young ones here will try experiment. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, worship simply means oral sex. Baby, you are sweet, baby, I love you, baby, this and this and that. Some of you are just now who told you, say it, say it. You don't even know how to tell God, I love you, God. Father, you are sweet, you are too good to me. I love the way you are, I love the way you caress me, I love the way you touch me, God. Father, touch me today, I want you to romance me today. You don't know how to say any of those things, you only know how to say to a guy or a girl. That's why you don't know how to worship God well. But worship simply means oral sex. Huh? Intimacy. Things that are in the bedroom. What you say in the bedroom. That is what worship is. Which bedroom? Your heart is the bedroom of God. Say my heart, my heart. is the bedroom of God. See, that is where worship takes place. So you should be able to chapter God. So when Mr. Divine was leading worship here and he sang only one song and he was speaking in tongues, some of you were like, he was speaking the words which cannot be heard. Bible says that when we speak in a known tongues, we speak mysteries. We don't speak unto men, but we speak unto God. So at that moment, he might not have understood what he's saying, but he's making love to God. And you see, if you're making love, it is difficult to stop. Yes. Let's not pretend. supposed to be enjoyed. See the way you are picturing sex right now. That is how you have to picture worship. Yeah, yeah, picture it and picture worship. But it's how, see, when you see it like that, you'll be able to worship God easily and you'll be able to have things. Oh my goodness. That is how worship, that's what worship is. Worship starts from the heart. It's the heart matter. It's the bedroom matter. Which bedroom? Your heart is the bedroom of God. So learn how to speak sweet words. So when we say that, oh, don't wait for me to sing, worship God, and you are just there worshiping our God, don't you know? God. No! <laughs> say sweet things. Let, listen, if you don't even know how to say sweet things, and you wouldn't have to say, if that is how you, you are, go into the internet, search for sweet words. Check it out. Learn it. Learn it. When you learn it, you'll be able to worship God well. Why are you here? Go to the internet. Most things are in the internet now. Go to the internet. Learn words. Someone, I even learn big words to be able to use on God. Yeah. Are you with me? I have an, a whole app that contains plenty English words. And I'm learning them just to caress God, just to romance God. Worship simply means romance. You might not be touching God physically, but you are touching something. see, we don't worship to bring God's presence down. Because the Bible says that God is omnipresent. See, we've heard a statement that worship brings the totality of God and praises bring the hand of God. <laughs> Those are just philosophical quotes just to make you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've quoted some. But see, sometimes when these quotes are being made, scrutinize it. 
know if they are in line with scripture. Don't just accept it. Don't you quote, you know, maybe prayer brings the hand of God, but worship is totally to God. Just in, in a way for you to also worship. No, 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 no. It hasn't. The presence of God is always with us now. Bible says, and now we have come to the city of innumerable company of angels. Now you have come to what? Mount Zion. We are not yet going to heaven. We are already there. We are not yet going to say, um, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his court with praise. We are not yet entering. We are already there. It was the Old Testament too. They are supposed to enter like that. We are already in God's presence. Oh, are you with me? Yes. I've preached I've preached this message before about we always being the presence of God. We are, we, no one can take us from the, the presence of God. We are already there. So the presence of God is not when you come to church. You are the church. An indifference temple coupled with someone is a church. Are you with me? Yes. Oh, are you with me? Yes. So you must understand that. That the presence of God is everywhere. But though the presence of God is everywhere, you must meet God somewhere. So it's important to be able to have your corner to meet God. But it doesn't spot anything if you are walking and you are still worshipping God. You can do it, right? You see some people walking, they are singing some worldly songs. You can also worship God and be moving and be moving like that. There are things I speak in tongues and I'm moving, I'm just walking. Nothing is happening, I'm just speaking in tongues. That is, I was just walking, I'm just laughing. Yeah. Learn it. You see, when you are talking to your spouse in the bedroom and something happens and you laugh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are even eating, you are chatting and you just laugh. Learn how to have a conversation with God in worship. That is it, that is the worship. Having a conversation with God is not only prayer, it's worship too. Because sex is not sex only when the person enters the vagina. There must be words, there must be touching. Are you with me? That is it. It's not enough for you to just sing song. God, the song is not a worship. The song is a medium to worship. So it's not enough to just use the pity to end that. You must do some things. Okay, let me let me let me let me let me come let me become uh, profane or vulgar or something like that. You can't just stand up as a guy when you're dating a regular to have sex with the girl. What if the girl is not worth? If the girl is not worth, you can't be able to penetrate. You hurt her. So for the girl to be able to be wet, you must speak nice words. You must start some particular places, right? Not the same way if you are worshipping God. You must start some specific places in God. Say some things. Hey, God. That means some See, you should make me dumb. When you knew a chip of beer, you are in back. What's good to us in the castle? I am back. Make the church in general Give God vibes, not only to the boyfriend, not only to the girlfriend, not only to the husband or to the wife. You must give God vibes. Okay. It's not like you're lying to God. No, He knows it. But listen, He knows. I, 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 I see some of you. You are speaking in words, not my brain. We bump and I'm because you don't have vibes, you have to have vibes. Don't get tired of speaking. You know, you have a girlfriend, you have a boyfriend, you have a husband, you have a wife. You tell them I love you. They hear it. They feel okay. But then you don't say there's a problem. Right? Yeah. It's the same with God. So it doesn't matter if you are saying the same words to God. 
Just keep telling God, I love you, I love you. You see, when you say the next thing, it's different from when you say today. It sounds differently to God. Are you with me? So don't, don't worry if you, you keep repeating the same words to God. Oh God, today I love you, Father. I thank you for today. And that's the same words you are speaking every time. No, no, no. Don't worry. Don't worry. Keep saying it. But the heart is the most important thing. Say, my heart is the most important thing. Because even as I'm preaching to you, you should be able to worship God. Because as I'm preaching to you, my eyes are open and I'm seeing how. Uh, even though I'm talking to you, I'm worshiping God in, in me. What I'm even doing is even worship. <coughs> I will say, if you will not worship me, I will call stones to worship me. What does it mean? Stones don't have legs. You don't have hands. How would they worship? Have you thought of it? They will be silent. Maybe you give themselves to each other. That's what you'll be thinking. But you can be silent and still worship God. Do you know that? You can be silent and still worship God. You can be silent and still worship God. There are different forms of you being able to worship God. Not only your money. No, 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 no. Not only singing songs. So now understand that when the songs come, they are just preparing you to be able to worship. Are you here? When the songs come, they're just preparing you, disturbing everything that is disturbing you, so you'll be able to worship. So you focus and commit yourself to the worship. Commit your heart. Forget everything. You see, when you are having sex, you you put everything about you into the thing. Are you with me? The same moment you are worshiping God, you put everything about you into it. Everything. Everything means everything. Don't leave some. Don't leave Sam. Are you with me? Yes. Are you with me? So it is very good for me to use that aspect of intimacy and worship because that is the only way you can explain because that's the right way. Are you with me? So learn words. Speak. Learn. Those of you who are not romantic, learn to be romantic. Yeah, learn it. I mean, some are intimate, I mean, romantic. No. Learn it. Learn it. The same way you give gift to your girlfriend, give gift to your boyfriend. Learn how to give gifts to God. It's a form of worship. It's a form of adoration. You know, Satan did not really commit sin like we commit sin. Satan did not lie. He didn't do anything. He was a worshiper. The chief worshiper. All instruments were in him. He was a good worshiper. A great one. He's, when you move a step, it's worship. Satan, when you move, no, sorry, Lucifer. When he moves a step, he worships. But the attack came. Then he says, I will. He didn't say, I want to be you. He says, I will. The difference different things, though. He didn't say, I want to be you. He says, I will. The difference between, I will be divine and I want to be divine. They're two different things. So Satan, Lucifer said, I will ascend the throne of God. And I will rule like God. So I will. He, in his heart, and he said in his heart, one fan and one come. One fan and one come. That's what you are throwing by me. Isaiah, you are throwing. Isaiah, Lucifer, come on. And then who said, Lucifer, I said, I will ascend the throne of God. I will do this. I will do that for seven good times. And he did not speak it, it was just in his heart. And God had it. And God said, I don't want this kind of thinking here. Get out of my house. 
God did not hear Satan say it. It was in the heart of Satan. He did not say it all. Satan was not doing good with that then. No. It was just in his heart. In his what? Heart. So worship begins in your heart. Before even means a divine raises the song. Begin to burn up your system. Burn up your system. Begin to lift up some, some words. My God. We'll be worshiping God so soon. See, I've told you, you have come to the vine. You must be able to see fruits. I'm showing you how to be able to pluck the fruits when you see the fruits. Or are you with me at all? Yes. I'm showing you how to be able to pluck the fruits because some miracles will take place today. Because we come to worship God, we don't see miracles. Satan did not speak words, it was just in his heart. What are you saying in your heart about God? Currently, what are you even telling God in your heart? By now, you should even be worshiping God in your heart right now. You should even wait for anything. You should even wait for us to close the service and start singing some song. No. Because it's not in the songs. Oh my goodness. Psalm 50, verse 12. So that all things are mine. The, the, the cattle on the hill are mine. If I were hungry, if I were hungry, I would not tell thee, for the world is mine and the fullness thereof. Listen to God. Will I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Move on. Offer unto God thanksgiving and pay thy vows unto the Most High. Those of you who have blessed which you should not pay, pay about. And call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. Watch this. So if I were hungry, would I ask you? There was nothing you can offer God. The, 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 the world is his. The fullness of it is his. The, the thousand cattle of the hills are his. But what does he seek from us? That we will be able to worship and praise him. So everything is his. But the only thing you can do for him is to worship and praise him. And it must start from your heart. Your heart at this moment. Doesn't mean you just need to be quiet and just be in a spiritual mood. You just no, 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 no. You can still be fooling and still worship God. See, some of you won't really know me. I can be talking to you like you can be fooling. Then quickly my eyes are open. Quickly, God speak to me, I speak to you. Because I don't only wait till I come and stand behind the pulpit before I know God can move. No, I don't. I know that God will move whether I hold my microphone or I don't hold my microphone. You must understand that that God will move in every aspect of your life. So the only place to worship God is not only the church. You can also worship God even as you walk on the street, even as you're in your room. You should be able to worship God. Are you with me? Let me teach you seven ways of worshiping God. Seven indications of worshiping God. The first one is to be able to. Maker in 
reverence, praise and supplication. Are you with me? So that we should be able to do what? Bow down. We should be able to kneel down. So one form of worship is to be able to kneel down. The moment you kneel down is a form of worship. When they tell you in school to kneel down, they are saying it's a punishment to you. But you can decide to kneel down and still worship. There was a time I was punished in this school. They said I should kneel down. The was I kneeled down. But I was wearing unprescribed shoes. When I knelt down, that moment I began to worship. Nothing told the, the teacher to come and tell me something. Come, stand up. Because I was doing, I didn't understand then. I didn't understand then. I knew I was doing something. And it was hitting me. It was feeling uncomfortable. The teacher was said, It's okay, you stop. When you kneel down eh, on your knees, it's a form of worship. The second form of worship is to be able to lay prostrate. Did you know me now in verse 18? To lay prostrate. This is not, one thing, maybe some of you have not been done before. To be able to lay prostrate. You only lay prostrate when you're hungry. Ah, we hear me out, yeah. Maybe many strong ground spoon now, yeah. Now that from some of the ladies here, the only time they only fall prostrate is when they have many strong grounds. Then I fell down before the Lord as before. For 40 days and 40 nights, I neither ate food nor drank water because of all the sin you have committed in doing wickedly in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. So he, he slept on the floor 40 days, 40 nights. He was sitting on the floor 40 days, 40 nights. He did not eat. He, did not he was just worshiping God on the floor. He learned how to do that. So you can be able to kneel down, you can be able to fall on the floor. You see, don't talk out. When we say worship, you learn how to do it. You must learn it. I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you. So when we are worshiping here, I must be able to see some gestures. You must be able to lay posture on the floor. Whether the floor is neat or not, don't care about your dress. You wash it, right? Once you wash it, yes. yes. Learn how to be on the floor and worship God. Learn how to kneel down and worship God. Some of you, you are so annoying. No! You don't have to have a voice to be able to worship God. I mean, good voice. You don't have to have a good voice to worship God. See, when I hold my microphone, I begin, I begin to sing. There are things that happen. I don't have a good voice, though. There are many people who have a good voice and just sing and nothing happens. Do you know why? They are just singing and not worshiping. So, there's not a difference to you and I. I know how to do it. I know when I'm serving is my worship. Not only when I hold the microphone. Are you with me? All right. Clapping of hands, Psalm 47, verse 1. Clapping of, of hands is a form of worship. So, most of the times, if you watch me closely, even when they are, they are worshiping, I'm clapping my hands. Worship song, I'm clapping my hands. Then, oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout to, the, to God with a voice of triumph. So, clapping your hands is a form of worship. Another form of worship is to shout. Oh, come on, give the Lord a shout. So when we tell you that in church, that shout the Lord, do it with understanding. Do it with understanding. Let it come from your heart, not from your throat. Let it come from your heart. When we say, say glory, it's a worship to God. It's a whole form of worship. It's a whole service to God. That one minute is a whole service to God. That one minute of you saying glory is a whole service to God. So every time you are saying glory, say it with understanding. That's not what we are saying. We are gestures. Oh my goodness. Clapping is a 
form of worship. Shouting is a form of worship. Alright. Hallelujah. Amen. Dancing. Zachariah. 31 verse 30. Zachariah 31 verse 30. Dancing is also a form of worship. Many of you only dance when praises. You hear praises song in quotes, so-called praises song, fast songs. I dance even when I'm worshiping. If you feel observe me, slow song is playing, uh, playing. I'm doing like this. I, I, I'm dancing, but I'm worshiping. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are praying, and yet I'm doing like this. I'm praying, but I'm worshiping. You, you are, I'm doing I'm understanding. So learn it. 31 verse 30, 91. I was not there. Let's say 31. 13 verse 31. Maybe 13 verse 31. Hmm? It is not 31. 13. 13 verse 31. It's not 13 verse 31. Hey, and we what what's that right? Worship, knowing that God can worship Himself, yet He 
seeks, he's desperately looking for us to be able to worship him. And even in this moment, you'll be able to worship God properly. In this atmosphere of the prophetic, in this atmosphere of the miraculous, in this atmosphere of healing. I may not even touch you, but healing will take place. I may not even touch you, but a miracle will heat you up. I may not touch you, but you pluck your fruit. I'm hearing sapon. Who's sapon? Sapon. I'm hearing sapon. We, 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 we want to begin to just worship God. To be in your own interest to remember. This sapon I'm talking about is linked up to wanting. Wanting. See, some of you are just waiting for me to do some things and lift up a song. I've taught you how to worship. You learn how to worship. It's time to close your eyes. When you open your eyes, you become very distracted. It is very important when you're worshiping God every time you close your eyes. Nothing distracts you. Because your eyes is the doorway to the body. Don't allow anything to distract you. Focus on God. Just all eyes closed. Focus on God. Focus on God this moment. Lift up your hands to a form of worship. Just lift up your hands to God to a form of worship. Don't get tired in doing it. Don't get tired in clapping your hands. Don't get tired. Don't get tired. Don't get tired. Don't get tired in kneeling down. Don't get tired in falling prostrate to Him. It's not about the song as the Lord taught you. It's about your heart. Be romantic in your own way to God. Be romantic in your own way to God. Be romantic for the next five minutes. May go some
The year 2020 and the first month and the first week and whatever we are doing is very prophetic because how you start will determine how you will end. So it is better you stop gazing around and looking at people and trying to look at what they are doing. They, they, they are taking spiritual actions. So you, you have to also be able to take spiritual actions because something is happening in this place. 2020, you will meet your targets. Amen. I said in 2020, you will meet your targets. Amen. You will meet your targets. Amen. You will meet your targets. Amen. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. No. I said in 2020, you meet your target. Amen. So it happened according to the word of the man of God. We are about to say, but let me make you understand this. If you read scriptures in the book of Samuel, second Samuel, Bible says, and David had five stones. Tell somebody five stones. Five stones. The five stones David had was not because he intended or he had an expectation to miss. Are you with me? Yeah. It, it, it wasn't because just in case he misses uh, uh, the Goliath, then the other four stones will represent that. No. David believed in God and he took the five stones. Now let me tell you something. The other four was meant for the four brothers of Goliath because Bible says in the book of 2 Samuel chapter 21, the verse 22, that Goliath had other four brothers. So the five stones, one was for Goliath, the other four was for the other four generation of Goliath. So it was symbolic for David to carry five stones. I said he did not carry the five stones because he was intending to miss. He did not have the expectation to miss. That was not the reason why he carried five stones because he knew in the scriptures that, that the expectations of the righteous will not be cast short. So the five stones were because one was for Goliath and the other four was for the other four descendants of Goliath. So even if he is not there, his David's son could be able to so he made preparations down for his descendants. I prophesy to you today, your wealth will not only be for you, but for your descendants in the name of Jesus. Now, get this. Bible also says again that David had five stones, and the stones he had was not rough stones. He specifically took uh, smooth stones. Are you with me? David intentionally took smooth stones. According to physics, when you throw a rough stone and you throw a smooth stone. Smooth stones move at a, at a very fast rate than a rough stone. A rough stone faces more resistance in the air than a smooth stone. So David chose a smooth stone so it will not be resistant, but it will have an accuracy. Oh my goodness. But what says in the book of Jeremiah chapter 51 verse 20 that we are the battle acts of God. That it is true as God is able to destroy nations and be able to create kingdoms. Listen. We are the stones in the hands of God. And we are smooth in the hands of God. But we will not miss the bat, we will not miss the target, but we will hit our target as greatly. Do I have believers here at all? We are hitting the target as greatly. He had smooth stones in his hands. And that was his battle axe to 
be able to eat. And God says we are his battle axe in his hands. Therefore, we are being made smooth in God's hands. And we are moving at a faster rate. Not only are we moving at a faster rate, but we are moving in accuracy. We are moving to hit our target. We are not just running as one that not know what they are doing or one that beats the air, but we are running with a purpose. A target to meet with accuracy. Let me just prophesy to you. If in the book of 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 1 to 7, if you read it, you write that there was a woman there and this woman had children but did not have money. Are you with me? This woman had children but did not have money. Second Kings 4, verse 1 to 7. She had children but did not have money. Now, if you read the verse 8 to the verse 16, there was another woman, there was a second woman that equally had money but no children. Listen. If you go and read, I don't have time to read because of time. There was one woman in verse 1 to verse 7 that had children but not, no money. And there was another woman in verse 8 to verse 16 that had money but no children. I pray for you. Whatever you need in 2020, may it be made complete in the name of Jesus. Amen. You will not find yourself wanting. Whereby some aspect of you is complete, but other aspect is not complete. And you begin to ask God why. You will not marry and then be barren. You will marry and be fruitful. Amen. Oh, are you with me at all? You will not start a business and not have people to help support you. You will not have a business name without finances. I said you will not have a business name without finances. There was a woman that had children but no money. And the other one also had money but no children but was seeking for children. The other one had children but was seeking for money because she didn't have money. May God complete you. Amen. This is our month of excellence. And I pray for you that God will cause your life to be excellent in every facet. Amen. Your life will be excellent. Amen. Stretch your hands towards the altar. I told you something the, on 31st time that we have portals in our fingers which is able to transcend the spirit of God from one month to the other. And one spirit coming out of the body of a person, they come out even through the fingers, through the nose, through the mouth, through the ears. Even as you stretch for your hands towards the altar, I stretch mine towards you. With the spirit of God, may you receive of the spirit of excellence in the name of Jesus. Amen. And everything about you will be made complete. Amen. You will not lack in the name of Jesus. That many people will declare that they are specialized in this area such that they don't have specialties in a particular area but I declare by your life that you will have skills in every area in the name of Jesus Amen. you will not only be good in English you will equally be good in math and science Amen. you will not only be good in business but you will be good in ministry Amen. You'll not only be good in ministry, but you'll be good in marriage. Amen. You'll not only do business, but you'll make money. Amen. Completion everywhere. 
May God connect you. May God connect you. May God connect you. You will not walk alone. And he distributed them to go into the ends of the world in twos. May God add you the other pen. The spirit of excellence. The spirit of excellence. The spirit of excellence. The spirit of excellence. But I give this one. This, I'm not explaining one to four. I'm, I know what I'm doing. Your children will not be barren. Your children will not have any disabilities in the name of Jesus. You will not develop any disability in the name of Jesus. You will not go blind in the name of Jesus. You will not go blind in the name of Jesus. You will not go deaf in the name of Jesus. You will not go down in the name of Jesus. You will not be crippled in the name of Jesus. Your face will not deformed in the name of Jesus. Let your skin be renewed like that of a baby in the name of Jesus. And may the promises of the Lord be new every day in your life. Excellence everywhere. Even on your skin, excellence. In your pocket, excellence. In your heart, excellence. On your eyes, excellence. On your lips, excellence. On your tongue, excellence. Every aspect of your life, excellence. You will be made complete. You will be made complete. You will be made complete. You will not have a marriage and then have babies and then divorce. I declare no divorce in this house in the name of Jesus. Open your eyes and look at me. Come put your hands down. I know a marriage. The the man was disturbing the woman of not giving birth for several years. They've gone for so many medical solutions and so many places without a baby coming out. Finally, the baby came out. Not more than a year, the marriage broke. What was supposed to kick the marriage off was the baby that was not coming. But the moment the baby came, there was a separation. So it is not only enough to marry, it's not only enough to have a baby, the marriage must be secured. There must be completion of the purpose of God in that marriage. It's not enough to have a business name. It's not even enough to have a place to even do whatever business you want to do. It's not enough to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. It's not enough to even start school because many even start and they still die. But may God complete whatever he has started with you. My God will complete it. You will not end halfway. For them that are seeking to see you end halfway, you will not end halfway. So they will be checking up on you. Who are the same? It is saying to say, "Are we the same? Who is the same?" May they be disappointed in the name of Jesus. May they be disappointed. Lift up your offerings. There's something I do with God, and you can also try it. There's a covenant I have with God that every year, after every thirty-first, I double my offering. I sell it from two cities. 
I hate because I hate peace. And funny enough, every time I try doing this with, uh, I said, don't hide your offerings. Don't, don't sparkle your offerings. Don't do that. Like giving an offering to a king. So it doesn't matter who's doing that, you're not boasting. Every time I do this, I have no lack. I have enough to give to God. So if you used to give offering of five CDs, two CDs, make sure you double it. If you used to give 10 CDs, double it. If you used to give 20 CDs, double it. 50 CDs, double it. I know what I'm saying. Make this covenant with God that every Sunday, this is the offering you're going to give. And as you used to give this offering last year, this is the offering. They're going to increase, they're going to double it, they're going to add 10 CDs to it. Just do it. This is the covenant I have with God. Now I want you to tap into that same covenant which will work for you. And there have not been any single day where you can ask me for divine what we used to serve at auction. Sometimes we had to we, we, we have to before we go to church and we we have to how do I say we have to change the money we have into lesser denomination like one city as low as one city because you know that other boys are there. Oh, tell you, you can't even touch our money. They don't have change, but this money you don't have. So, your money you have to now be distributing it one one city. But then, see, you're also giving one one city offering. So, almost every Sunday, I was giving one city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just were giving empty envelopes. But it increased. I said, God, I need to have this come down with you. And this thing was taught me by my CEO of Ghana Tourism Development Company. And every year he, he doubles up his offering. But I'm buying into this. Because it, from the, where the man was from, in terms of background and where he is, big man, I have to do that same thing. And it has never failed. So it's like I'm doing it and it's working the way. I learned it from somewhere. And it has worked. So I'm teaching you. And it will work. Amen. Oh, I said it will work. Amen. Some people are already thinking it will exist. Let me see. Amen. Because when Grano, I'm struggling in this one, I'm giving so how? Just do it. And it's not, you see, it's not, by, it's not an instruction, though. It's not by force. It's your covenant. I can't post to intend covenant with God. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Father, we thank you that this is our covenant with you. And even as we have doubled it out, whatsoever is in this year for us, that is 2020, whatever that must be doubled in our life, we it be doubled in the name of Jesus. Whatever is a plan B, we are taking, we declare, let there be a double that may be more than even plan A in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Higher, higher, when the praises go up. His glory comes down. Higher, higher, higher. When the praises go up. Come on, sing like a believer. His glory comes down. Higher, 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 higher. The faith of the Lord is coming down. Come on.